Welcome to the Attain Your Purpose podcast with Rick Dolezal and Eric Metz. In this episode, we'll be discussing the dashboard of your life. Just like the dashboard in your vehicle tells you what's going well and what's not going well, this dashboard of your life is a powerful tool that will help you gauge where you are in different areas of your life in order to help you live a balanced, healthy, productive, and fulfilled life. But before we dive into this topic, I just want to review the challenge from our last episode on the eight clues to discover your purpose. The challenge was to download the PDF from the website and prayerfully walk through those eight clues and create a draft of your purpose statement. So first off, did you do it? If you haven't, go ahead and pause and mark on your calendar, on your to-do list, when are you going to do this exercise? Because we just believe so much in being on purpose and living on purpose. If you've printed it but just haven't done the exercise, when are you going to do the exercise? So go ahead and write that on your calendar as well. And if you did do the exercise, how'd it go? Did you feel more clarity about who you are and the next steps in your season of life that you're in right now? Were you able to craft the purpose statement? Was it impactful? Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or Instagram and let us know how that exercise went. And hopefully you find some value out of that. And also we encourage you to prayerfully consider what's my next step on this purpose journey that I'm on. So, all right. So now we're going to dive into today's episode, Rick. Help us get started with the dashboard of your life. Well, Eric, thanks for opening us up today. And I, I'll tell you, I, I could hear some uh, collective yeses and some collective noes out there. So uh, uh, good to be uh, challenged that way. We all know the typical conversation, Eric, we have when we see people. It's, hey, how are you? Yep, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Yep, or fine, or whatever you, word you like to use. And then we go right on our way. Well, why do we both do this? Do we really not care how somebody else is? Do we secretly worry that they're going to go into a conversation we don't have time for? Do I have some things I'd really like to share, but I don't feel that I can bring up? Well, whatever the case, any connectedness or real communication just didn't happen. It's just really more of a back and forth greeting. Well, I had a good friend of mine named Scott from Cleveland a couple of years ago ask me how I was. And this is a guy, we really have a very good relationship. And Scott is a guy who likes to go deeper in terms of conversation. And his how are are you really meant? How was I? He was hoping to get an answer back with regard to the current status in my life. And there was going to be no way, Eric, that he was going to let me wriggle out with a a fine or a good. So I thought about it a second. And I said to Scott, well, Scott, I, I think I'm like everybody else. And I have some issues in my life that are going rather well. And then some issues in my life that are being managed and they're in the middle and I'm really not thinking about them right now. And then there's some areas that aren't going well. They're issues really. And frankly, I'd like prayer about some of those things uh, in my life. Well, we finished up that conversation and we did go on our respective ways after that. But the conversation we had really caused me to do some thinking. I think the same status defines us all. If we're honest, we are a collection of those things that are going well, things that are in the middle and things that are uh, not going as well. They're causing us some difficulty. Yes, I'd agree with that, Rick, as far as like just those three buckets, you know, good, okay, and not so good. But what do we do if we aren't sure of like what areas of our lives like truly to focus on or how do we make progress in these in these areas of okay or not doing well? Like how do we identify that? And also, how would you answer the question of like what is good? Like because we're all in different spots in our journey of life and, you know, things, upbringings help define kind of what's normal and natural. And so how would you answer the question of like, what is good and what areas of our life to focus on? 
you know, Eric, we are all in different spots. And, and although we're all a little bit different, we all have the same key areas as I've asked around to different people over the years. And I keep coming back with the same topics that are causing people either tremendous pleasure or grief or those things that if they do go bad in a heartbeat, they can disrail your life. They require all of your attention at that moment. And they, they really are in the acute or crisis management stage if they are going very poorly at that uh, moment. And my background uh, is in the area of automation for plants and manufacturing sites. And in every manufacturing environment, there's all kinds of data at the plant floor. And you can look at all that data. And like you said, is it good? Is it poor? Is it meaningful, meaningless. And uh, one area that always came into question is what is the critical data? Just what you said, the critical data that I need to know to run my plant or manufacturing site. And you see this in everyday situations in our life too. I, I looked up and I saw that uh, your car today has over 200 data points that can be read. Well, do we really need to know all of them all of the time? Not really, but it sure would be nice to know the critical points, the things that they have warnings for or lights about. And they're all summed up on your dashboard. And interestingly enough, the automation industry uses that same term dashboard in their view of the important parameters and what uh, they're producing. And as we apply this to our own life, we have to ask that question that you did. What are those critical items that if by going well, they do add joy and delight and peace to our lives? And if they're going bad, uh, like we were talking about before, they do require all of our attention and bring us down immediately. Here's our list of 12 items that we suggest. They're not all inclusive, but I think a pretty good list. Uh, they may not apply to everyone, but most of these will be your key life areas. So those, those areas are, God, how's your relationship with him? Is it excellent? We have a great relationship. Is it stagnant? Or even, I'm mad at God. The key here is to be honest with uh, what you're thinking. Our parents may apply, may not apply. Excellent. We have a great relationship. Or again, stagnant. Or we don't talk at all. Uh, marriage or even dating. Uh, with the significant other in your life. Again, excellent, great relationship. Or divorce, breakup is inevitable. Are you positive or are you negative? And what we try to use is a positive five through zero to negative five scale, just as, uh, to pick some number that applies to where we think this uh, this is. Where we are with our kids, do we have a great relationship? Is it going stagnant? Is it poor? I don't talk to my kids. Uh, friends, do we have friends? You know, some people are really gifted and blessed with the number of friends they have. Are you one of those people? Uh, like I have many friends that I call on for different interests. We talk regularly and I feel appreciated by them. That may be a five or a down to a zero. You may say, I have, I do have a few acquaintances, but really not friends. Or some people say, you know, I don't think anyone would like me. That might be a negative five. Or how's my health? I'm in great health. There's nothing wrong, nothing I would change. Or I've got one or two things wrong, but I'm, I'm holding my own right now. That might be a zero or negative five. I'm very concerned about my health. In the same category uh, topic is weight. My weight is good or it's uh, it's not good or I need to really do something about that. How, I'm, how am I with exercise? Uh, five might be I exercise five to seven times a week. I do it every day. Uh, or a zero, I exercise one time a week, or negative five, I really have no desire to exercise. Uh, if we look at finances, this is a key area. Am I exceeding my financial goals of meeting needs in terms of savings, uh, giving? Or I'm, am, I, am I at a zero? My financial goals are below what I need to meet my needs for savings and giving. Or negative five, I'm barely able or I can't meet my financial needs at this point. How's my job? How's my career as, a, as an important critical life topic or area? Uh, I do enjoy going to work maybe is a, is a positive five or 
zero might be there's good moments and there's tough moments. I'm right in the middle or negative five. I'm planning my exit strategy. I can't wait to get out of here. The last two categories are a little bit different than the uh, the first 10. Uh, the, the 11th would be giving back. What am I doing in terms of the areas that I feel called by God to? Am I doing a great degree? Or I do help once in a while. That might be a zero or negative five. I don't want to give back at all right now. I, my tank is empty. I just don't have the energy. And another good gauge of overall success with regard to how you're doing is, is fun, the category of fun. Uh, positive five might be, I know my purpose in life. I'm exercising the gifts God has given me, and I absolutely feel God's delight. The zero might be, well, life is up, it's down. Some fun times, but some very bad times as well. Or negative five, life is extremely hard for me right now. Thanks for going through that that list, Rick. I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. I've got a question for you. Which of these areas, pick the top two that you feel like you're doing well at and pick the bottom two that you're actually focusing on and trying to improve? Oh, that is a put on the spot uh, question. <laughs> Why is it always easier, Eric, to jump to the area that I don't think I'm doing the best at? So I'll, mm. I'll go there. Uh, okay. I think the area that I'm struggling with the most is uh, weight. Uh, I love food. I, I just absolutely enjoy eating food and uh, trying different things. And it is difficult for me to, to see wonderful things out there and not put them in my mouth. If, if, <laughs> if there is yeah. a bowl of candy in somebody's uh, office, I'm that guy that picks out what I would like out of that bowl, unwraps it, eats the thing. I just, that's just yeah. hard for me to say no to. And, and I think the, uh, the thing that, that is working the best for me right now is, is giving back. Uh, I've, uh, I've always had the desire to do that. I have uh, retired early uh, to set up my life so that I could give back. And uh, I'm doing things, I would say, every day to, to give back to people. And I get tremendous delight from that. I see God work. Uh, I've seen him uh, change my attitude with regard to helping people in certain ways for the, for the better. I've seen us work through problems. I have seen God work in some very neat ways as I've really let myself uh, be directed by him and say yes to him in areas that frankly I consider fun and some areas that are less fun for me too. I feel like I need to obey and need to need to do that particular thing. So I, I would say, I think that that's the biggest growth I've had in my life uh, the past several years is just seeing God because I'm availing myself to him and, and uh, making myself uh, his servant in that particular area. So we need to go the other way here. The same question back to you, Eric. Yeah, yeah. I, I figured you were going to throw it back my direction. I would say like uh, the top one right now, actually, I'm going to start with the positive. Um, I say the top one right now, to be honest, is job career. I just switched jobs. Um, not that I wasn't unhappy at my other job, but just... Uh, a greater opportunity came along again, provide for my family. So it kind of hits job and finances as well. Um, so that was one that's going well right now. And I'm loving uh, this new role that I'm in at this new company. Uh, I'd say the other one that I'm working on the most, and this may sound weird to some people, but uh, fun. I actually need to focus on fun more. Uh, my kids and my wife are always talking about, you need to stop working so much and, and just be in the moment and present and, and have fun. And so, uh, for me, that's, uh, probably my, the one I'm going to focus on the most. And I'm going to counseling also to help with some issues and stuff like that, that I need to work through to allow myself to have fun and not always have to work for people's approval and things like that. 
and anxiety and that's a whole other podcast but uh definitely working on the the fun aspect to, to enjoy life more oh, Eric, so. i love the honesty in your answer and, and just appreciate that and it, it what's amazing to realize is is that god puts different people in our lives for different reasons and and hey i can help with the fun brother hey come on along yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a you whole world the out there <laughs> you got a you got a bowl of candy with you so yeah absolutely come on That's man cool. Um, yeah. So I, I, I just appreciate as you and I have come to know each other, the the benefit and that we have in in the gifts that you are quite good at that, frankly, I'm not and uh, a balancing out. So that's just neat. And a good marriage is the same way. You know, you you have sure. uh, if you sure. use if you do it properly. Uh, my wife happens to be somebody that's very good in terms of interpersonal relationships. And I use that part of her brain because, frankly, I just don't have it. And I feel like there's a resource, uh, somebody immediately very close to me that I can pull upon those things. So it's neat yeah. that this, um, this interaction, uh, oscillation back and forth between different people. God puts those people in our lives to, to help us in different things, things we see in other people that we admire and we can say, hey, how have you gotten like that? I want to get better yeah. in that particular yeah. area. And uh, it's not, yeah. not one human that has uh, all fives in every single category. Yeah, for sure. And I, and what you mentioned reminded me that we need to be real with where we're at. You know, I don't have all the gifts. I don't have all, all of these 12 areas at a five. I don't even think it's realistic to have all 12 of these areas at a five. I don't think, but just being realistic of where you're at and what steps are you going to take forward? So Rick, go ahead and explain to us a little bit more now about like, okay, We've done the assessment, you know, and, and we're going to have this assessment and worksheet in the, the show notes or on our website available for you to kind of walk through. But can you help us, Rick, with, all right, I've done the assessment, like, like how should we go about the assessment and also where should we go moving forward after we've done the assessment? Well, thanks, Eric. We'll help you do this. As a matter of fact, in each of these areas, we have genned up a list of what does a five mean? What does the most positive you can be in a certain area? And what does a two and a half mean? And what does a zero mean? And we've, we will give you a list of uh, definitions for each of these different topics. So having identified these important areas, Eric, the next step is really to spend some time with God and say, God, help me understand what you feel about where I am in these certain areas. And to, to do this very honestly, we're, we're not trying to impress anybody here. And it's a self-assessment. Uh, you don't even have to tell anybody you're doing this. Uh, so assess where you are in each of these areas and we'll help you. We have definitions of where you might be and you just match up with where you think you feel relative to uh, the number that we give you. And I would add the word really how you're doing in each of these areas. <laughs> in some areas, yeah. here's where I'd like to be, but yeah. how, how am I doing really? Uh, yeah. So we've used a so scale. True. We mentioned of uh, positive five to negative five, where positive five means I'm doing very well. I feel healthy. I feel content. And I have some margin. Zero means I'm in the middle, doing okay. I really don't have any issues, but I, I could use some attention to get it higher. And then negative five means you know I'm struggling. Uh, you really, I, I really need help in this area. This is an issue for me. I would really love to have some prayer in this area and see some improvement in this area in my life. As you'll see when you do this in your very positive areas, this doesn't imply that you always have been positive. Some areas that you were very good at are now kind of down. And some areas that were down are now up and are higher than they were, or they're not issues anymore. 
things don't always stay that way in the same way because you're down, because you're up. It doesn't mean that you're, you're always going to stay that way. So as you'll see when you do this, Eric, in your positive areas, this doesn't imply that you've always been positive in that area and, and that it's going to stay that way forever and ever just because you're positive now. And in the same way, because you're down in a certain area doesn't mean that you've always been down and doesn't mean that you'll always be down in that category. We have the, the great ability uh, through prayer, through God's help, um, through uh, responding to him of, of rising in a category. And we have the danger of falling down in a category that uh, we were once very high in. So if you're at a plus five or very high in an area, we would encourage you to take that next step and ask God, God, how would you like me to give back in that area? Is your relationship with God going good? Is your marriage experience going good? Or your knowledge about parenting or raising kids or health? Are you financially independent? And then have some margin in your life to give more to uh, help people. And uh, when you're asking God, how do you want me to give back? And then you take the steps to do what he says. Uh, this is the neat part. This is the fun part. It is incredibly fulfilling. It, it, we talk about attaining our purpose, and this is our purpose, to to match what God would have us do. And you will feel a delight and a joy and peace, we mentioned, that you've not felt before because you're doing exactly what God would have you do. The key is uh, you just have to take this first step. And let me say that again, because it's so important. Uh, you have to take the first step. I have heard that it is a lot harder to go from zero to one than it is to go from one to a hundred. For example, if I had you do a push-up and you didn't do any yesterday, it's a lot harder to get you to do one today because, frankly, you didn't have one on the plan before your head hit the pillow tonight. And if I said, Eric, I'd like you to, to do a push-up, okay, maybe that might be the first and hardest one to do. But if I said, do two more, okay, push-ups number two and number three are a lot easier than that first one. So in life, and it's always this way, that thing momentum is tough to overcome. Yep. So true. And we yep. just have to push forward. So that's what we're asking you to do. That's the challenge is to, we've come up with this tool and it's a fun tool and it's a fun tool in a marriage or in a group or in a relationship as well. And and you, you see two things when you do that. You, you do a self-assessment and it's neat to see where your partner is. And frankly, sometimes you can help your partner determine where uh, they need to be. Uh, I might be a little delusional as to where I am, Eric, in, in a certain <laughs> area. And yeah. uh, I might be need to be brought down. Or the same way, if I'm a little low on myself, uh, that's not right. And somebody else may say, no, you're not. You, when you did this, it was a good example of, of you being better than I think you think you are in this particular yeah. area. So it's sometimes nice to do this with another person or even in a group. This, this is a neat activity to help a group understand each other or know each other. If uh, you're with That's some good. people and you're at a party and uh, you want to uh, get to know some of the other people better or do something different uh, rather than stand around and talking, this is a neat topic to, uh, to talk about. So uh, this, is, uh, this is an idea. So really, I, I, what I hear you saying is a, a, an added element to this exercise could be to print off two of these worksheets where you print off, like let's say you're, you're married or you're dating someone, you could print it off for yourself to do your own assessment and then hand it to the other person to have them do it on you to see their perspective. Or if, like a good friend, whether you're dating or not or married or not, doesn't matter, but even a good friend, just to get that outside perspective. Because like, like you said, like sometimes we can be a little delusional a little bit in where am I at with this? I could think I'm a five, but my other 
friend or my wife could be like, mm, I think you're at like negative two here actually. And so <laughs> I think that's actually a healthy balance to get a good, healthy assessment of where you're at. Yeah. And Eric, my wife, Lisa, made a statement to me one time that I'm still trying to wrap my hands around. And she said to me one time in a, in a moment of uh, uh, very nice honesty, boy, when you're vulnerable, that is very attractive to me. And Eric, mm-hmm. I'll admit, I don't wake up every day thinking, hmm, how can I be vulnerable today? It is just <laughs> not in my nature to do that. And frankly, you have to have a bit of vulnerability to be honest in this exercise. So, sure, for sure. and with that, you you do communicate that you want to go a little bit deeper in a relationship or in a conversation or in a friendship. Uh, this is, uh, when you see somebody be honest about some things in their life that are, are positive and you want to enjoy that success with them and uh, that are maybe a bit negative and you want to uh, be a part of that, or you're hurt for them, you're empathetic, or you, you have some advice, frankly, that you think may help them in that situation. Uh, it, it is nice when somebody else is vulnerable, you feel a, a, uh, a, a peace yourself, you feel the, uh, mm-hmm. you feel you're in a safe zone. Yeah, so and for sure. as we were mentioned, this is fulfilling, and this is fun, you just really have to take this first step. And, and this is a good step to take now. And, and not only is it something to do once and done, it's fun to yep. update this in the future, whether you, whether you go a year or go two years. I've I've the last about ten years done this several times, and I've seen things that were high come down a little bit, and I've seen some things that were issues for me for whatever reason at that point in my life actually raise up, and they're no longer issues like they were. So I've mm-hmm. got a collection of these, and it is neat to see how things have changed and how I may need to uh, retweak some focus as to where I, I really want to be. That's great, Rick. I think you, thanks for sharing this dashboard. This was a topic that you, when we were talking about different topics to share with our podcast listeners, this was your, your baby that you brought. And one of them, we got many more to, to talk about in the future, but uh, I really appreciate you sharing this dashboard uh, with me. And this is challenging me as well to, to stop and, and uh, print this PDF off and, and, take the time to be vulnerable and even share it with my wife to get her perspective on it as well. So uh, anything else you want to share, share before we wrap things up? Yeah. As we look at goal setting and we all want to be a better person and are we at a hundred percent? No. And nobody is either through this exercise. You really learn that other people, they may be shining bright examples of success and greatness. And you realize everybody is a collection of things going well, things going medium, and things going poorly. So it's neat to see that other areas of vulnerability uh, are active rather in, in people's lives. It's neat to see that other people are doing well and have issues in their life as well. And it's neat to share those across people. And this really does help in terms of goal setting, the the steps that you need to take. Every goal setting exercise talks about uh, the first step is to determine where you are really. Where am I getting started? So this helps you do that. If you're honest with yourself during this exercise, you can understand this is where I'm beginning from. And then it will help you achieve a goal. You'll you ideally will, would pick an area of where you wanted to see, to see some success. When I've done this with groups before, uh, the next question is said, okay, in which of these areas would you like to see some success over the next six months to a year? And it isn't necessarily the area that you're lowest in. It is for whatever reason, that most compelling area in your life that you would like to get better at and see some progress. So it is a a catalyst for helping us get better. We all want to get better. Uh, God wants that for us and and is a support to us and can help do that. Uh, So the key is pray to him, 
have him identify these things, have him give you the, the wisdom that you need to, to get better in the areas or to identify those areas rather to get better. And then the courage to take that very difficult, very hard sometimes next step uh, or first step to uh, help you down that path. So an understanding where you want to go and then the plan to do that, it should help you down that path, Eric. Yeah, that's great, Rick. Thanks for sharing that. And I think also want to add on here real quick that there may be a need for professional help, whether that's therapy, counseling, going to a doctor. You know, we we obviously are, are very pro-God and ask Jesus to move in our lives and in these areas and ask for wisdom and direction. But we also don't want to ignore that there's some times and needs in our lives for professional help. So if there's some areas here, like maybe counseling with a marriage or you know, maybe it's seeing a doctor about your weight or whatever the case may be. Um, we just also want to make sure that you guys are encouraged to take steps towards uh, seeing professional help as well. I think the the beautiful dynamic duo is incorporating the Lord and incorporating professional help where it's needed. So uh, we're definitely pro medicine, pro healthcare industry, pro professionalism that you can co- combine with the Lord to make make your life change significantly. So, all right. Well, thanks, Rick, for sharing this with us today. We thank you again for listening to the podcast. Uh, please check out the show notes. That's where a link to our website, attainyourpurpose.com. Also, we have a link to the dashboard of your life worksheet that's out there for you to download and take advantage of, like we mentioned today. Also in the show notes are ways to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. As we move forward, again, be looking for our episodes to drop the first Friday of every month. In our next episode, we're going to be talking about a tool that will help you unlock more in your life, a tool that is easy to use and you can use it anywhere, but we often forget about it and how to leverage it to unlock more in our lives. So tune in next time to learn more about this amazing tool. And again, we appreciate you listening and have a great day. 